My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books. Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it. My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read. Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Now. Once again, we have another incredible guest joining us today. My name is Dallas. Angela, such a pleasure to have you here today. How are you? Very good, thank you. And it's so lovely to talk to you today. I'm yes. here in the um, it's a February morning, not so bad, the weather-wise, and uh, I live in the northwest of England um, in a, a very old and ancient city called Chester. Uh, it was a Roman city. We have the largest amphitheatre wow. side of um, Rome, in fact. Uh, so it's steeped in history and it has lots and lots of things to offer, wow. which is the reason why I started my book in that place. Yeah, absolutely. And your name of the book is Reboot Your Soul, right? And so just for our audience to see that, that is available on your website as well as Amazon. And so those links will be in the description. Take a look at that as we're talking through here today. And so Angela, I just want to give you the opportunity. Just tell us a little bit, little bit about what led you to become an author. And of course, your, your history there in the city led to it as well. But just go into that a little bit deeper if you can. Yeah. Uh, well, I did publish a book um, in the mid-90s. Uh, it was actually when I was working. I'm a professional coach by um, uh, profession. And uh, I was working with children at that time. And uh, the book's called Children Playing, Adults Learning. It's all about manifesting the child to be able to be free thinking, to be really feel that they are at home here on the earth. Um, so that was my original book. And then this book is an extension of that to an, to an extent because it continues really my journey of having met many, many people. Mm -hmm. What we have found is we worked very hard. We really felt that perhaps we had a great life, you know, with everything, you know, great house, great relationships. But actually there was still something missing. And this mm -hmm. is something that I came across all of the time. And uh, what I identified was that, in fact, we'd forgotten and ignored the space, which was our soul. And so that is my inspiration and it is my journey that I'm showing to other people so that they can understand that perhaps where they felt to be missing, where they don't feel that they fit in any way, where there must be something else in this lifetime. I have not got that yet. And so that was the opening and it became absolutely fi fixed when the world went quiet at the beginning of 2020 and people were asked to search within. I'd had a message to tell me that we needed to say to people, as I often did, that wasn't good for you then, it won't be good for you now, and it won't be good for you in the future. So we need to find this missing piece of yourself. Wow. And so when you say this, reboot your soul, can you just go a little bit deeper into that? I know that's like the whole book and we don't want to give everything away today. However, this reboot your soul, what does that mean? How can I reboot my soul? Well, what you need to do is, first of all, to be quiet and take yourself internally because we are vibrational beings and we receive information and we think, oh, 
just a moment. I think I've heard that before. There's some aspect of me that I seem to be remembering here that actually seems to be now I need to, to take more notice of, basically. Mm-hmm. So with within my own journey, the reboot started probably uh, when I was about 28. Um, and that, in fact, is what's called your Saturn return. It's when Saturn comes back in the sky and says... Now, what is it you want for the next part of your 28 years of your life? What is it we're going to continue with? What are we going to get rid of? And what is it we want to add to our lives? Mm -hmm. I I actually did exactly that. And I started my journey. In that time, I've rebooted the journey on various occasions because there's been some new realization that I've added and thought, ah, I get that now. Yes. So the the reboot is a continual thing. It's not a straight path. I see it very much as a spiral. And what we do is we go back. Each time we go back, we know something more. We've added something more and we thicken the spiral. And that's a mm-hmm. continual part of our journey. As we arrived here on the earth, we chose to be here on the earth at this time. Certainly, so many people have left the earth at this time. Mm-hmm. If we're still here, we're definitely here to support each other. And as we become more conscious beings and realize that we're an extension of each other, this is so more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. It's so important to reevaluate ourselves through every season, right? There's some things that we learned that can stay, that can go, you know, kind of reassess. And so how often would you say that we can do this to live a healthy lifestyle? I think that is a, uh, in fact, I run retreats uh, with people. I have a group of people that are very uh, attached to my thinking and the information that I can share with them. And what we do is we return every six months and we re- we go back again to that bottom of the spiral and start to relook again. And in that time, there has been time for new seeds to be sown. Mm-hmm. We've allowed some quiet time. We've allowed the opportunity to harvest some information that we actually brought in as new information and observed ourselves and watched ourselves. I'm working very much from the idea that we are observers of ourselves on our own. That is where we, when we react to someone else, it's not about them. It's actually about us. And then we ask ourselves, why am I reactive to that? So these are the techniques that I'm using. I'm asking people to to really think about themselves, to take themselves inward. Um, and with regards to time scale, it could happen in a moment. You know, mm-hmm. something could just drop in and you'd say, of course, it was like that. I had one of those phrases, which was, why did I even not think that before? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's so evident that this is a solution I have. And I say to myself, why did I not think that because it's obvious now mm-hmm. so time scale it's one of those things it's being that watcher and observer of yourself taking the time to be quiet internalize and really be aware of yourself watching yourself from that third mind here mm-hmm. you know really be the observer of yourself and you can see i the really important part of the, the journey that i've been holding and having on this lifetime is that i've now become of course the observer of other people and in the book, I talk a lot about Wayne's development. Uh, he, Wayne is my uh, soul husband. He is my soul partner. He's also my sound traveling partner too. Um, and my very dear sister, who I've dedicated the book to. And I saw her develop as we sat together 
and it received information together and she started mm -hmm. to develop in the same way that I had done which is being the observer of yourself and being the master of your own soul and really acknowledging the fact that probably the things that we thought were important are not important at all mm -hmm. because we have been left with that huge gap and lots of people have arrived on the earth expecting it to be easy and in fact there's been lots of people who felt lots of bumps and bruises and right. it's been difficult to be here and to stay here and that's been one of the things certainly in this lifetime that i've acknowledged that as an as someone who appears to be confident and have everything it's important for us to show other people that we're frail too and mm -hmm. uh, therefore they can admit sometimes that I can't quite do this. So very much looking at the issue of suicide has been a thing that in this lifetime, which I very much feel has been a part of my journey mm -hmm. to talk about it very openly, support other people and say it is okay. Let's really be brave about this. Let's be authentic in everything that we do in our lifetime. Yeah. And you said something earlier that made me think of another phrase that I've heard throughout my life is that life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. And Absolutely. so my second question with that is how do you were saying every six months, you kind of reevaluate, how do life's events kind of affect that evaluation as well? You were kind of talking about it, but if you can go deeper into that as well, that would be great. Join the online revolution. Zuki is a social and shopping platform built for connecting and rewarding the people who make up their network. Zuki is a community of people who are creating kind, clean, wholesome, and prosperous social media platforms. Sharing Zuki allows you to build your circle of influence and help make the world a better place. Create your account on Zuki.biz. That is Z-O-O-K-I dot B-I-Z. Are you living to your fullest potential? Do you feel restrained by trauma, shame, fear, or past failures? God desires for you to be set free today. He has a plan and purpose for your life that is far greater than you could ever imagine. Fierce and Free is a must-read guidebook for women who desire to live with purpose and impact. Find your copy by visiting kellymaster.com backslash books. Well, uh, once you, someone is alert, I used to refer to people as almost like um, a toolbox. And I, when I met someone on a one-to-one -one mm -hmm. basis, meeting you today, as I am doing, you are effective. I'm going to take them out. We're going to shine them up and we're going to put them back again. Then there'll be some, small, some other aspects which work some of the time, but not all mm -hmm. of the time. And so I'm going to say, let's look at those and see whether we can modify those in some way. Remember, we're always internalizing this. We're always viewing ourselves from the outside in. And then, of course, there are those one or two very small aspects that I might say to you, you know, that was never good for you. It never will be good for you. And what we're going to do now is do something different and change that behavior. Yeah. You also oh, have a... No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
the, the, the behavioral part about this. So I started to use um, emotional intelligence in the middle 90s to show high. I've always worked with high performing people and high performing businesses. This is my my vocation. It's quite easy to go into a business, you know, that's and see quite quickly um what needs to be changed and what is broken and how we can bring new things in but what i was working always work with is people who actually who are very aware of themselves already but still they're seeking still they want to add that fine i call them fine slithers a bit like the the onion skein of an onion if you peel that back it's very very fine and those are the last pieces that we need to look at that will probably be where you discover your soul where you really find out why you chose to be here and what it was you chose to do mm -hmm. once you arrived. And this is very much, for me, I used to be, I used to feel that um, uh, I was very much a small sliver <laughs> of 100% who thought like me. And what's really interesting now is after this period of solace, and I call it the period of solace, that period of quietness where we had to go very, very deep to really find out what was important. What we did was we shared and we shared so much. I refer to it a bit like the wardrobe. So all those coat hangers with all those things, we got rid of the majority of those. Mm -hmm. But still in the middle of 2020, back round about November, we were still saying there's still more things to be shared. There is still more things that aren't useful for you in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. They never will be they never were and that is the premise of us re taking ourselves to the nth degree and most people actually have had to do that they didn't know how far how deep they had to go because we got to level four i refer to it in that way and there were still things that needed to be shared to really right. and we've only in the last six months really got to that real depth where people really feel and they're able and to say yes, that was me, and it hurt a lot. I understand why it hurt me, but now I can start to rebuild my life with that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You use another term as well called star, star seed. What does that yeah. mean, and can you define that a little bit deeper? The star seeds are all people who chose to come to the earth, to help the earth, to continue to grow and evolve, because we did get stuck. We got attached to that materialism and that mm -hmm. idea of, an earth being we weren't meant to stay here it was just meant to be an experiment but star seeds are born out of stardust you know um we have physicists you know who tell us and support that that we all have an aspect of that that we are bringing back to the earth to support the earth so that we can put ourselves back onto the path of happiness to bring ourselves to this place to feel comfortable on this planet because we've not felt, lots of people have not felt comfortable, as I said before. Mm -hmm. Something else you mentioned about is the past lives and the ancestral memories, if you can talk about that for yes. us as well. Yeah, absolutely. So as someone, as a little girl, I always felt that I knew a lot of things and didn't understand why I knew so much. I also had a, a voice that most people wanted to listen to and, and, and was drawing attention to myself, even though I was a very shy child. And it's something I'm still cutting over now. But I used to hide behind. But so for some reason, people knew and thought, oh, I need to listen to what she has to say. This was all an aspect of me that I didn't quite understand. Why did I know this? 
and why was I always having myself brought to centre stage? And this is all part of my involvement where I've realised and in certain lifetimes I was given, so one particular one, which is about being very brave and being standing up upright and saying, this is who I am, mm-hmm. was uh, when I was uh, a young girl, uh, I was probably about 15, and I was living in the time of the Egyptians, uh, and I was walled up by my father for speaking out too much. This has been very much uh, a lifetime that has been repeated in this lifetime. My father didn't wall me up. In fact, he was very proud of me. But nevertheless, and this is my purpose in writing my book, is to really be very brave and mm-hmm. say, maybe there's something else we need to look at, really bring issues to the light that we need to talk about to really recognise what it is that can make us happy in this lifetime. And so uh, with regards to the the, the uh, issue I was talking to you, the suicide issue has definitely come mm-hmm. to light. And um, in a previous lifetime, I was a young warrior and I see myself leaving the earth in this lifetime. And in fact, what has happened was I couldn't bear the way that humans were treating each other. Vibrationally, I would vibrate and I chose to leave. And this lifetime is absolutely about me remembering this lifetime and why I'm here and be very purposeful to say that in irrespective of the way that you are, I can cope with that. I can deal with that, but I need to show you there is another way mm-hmm. that we not to be against one another. We are compassionate beings. The first thing, of course, is compassion to ourselves. And once we become compassionate to ourselves, then we can show compassion to others and love each other and lead from our hearts. This lifetime is about living through our hearts, not the great big brain that we thought was important. You know, the uh, the heart is 66% more coherent than the brain. Everything is passing through our heart, first of all. And that reality of really now recognising that we are heart-based beings, living a life that's being led by our heart will make us happy and perhaps prevent less of us choosing to leave the earth. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, when those people choose to leave the earth, they leave a huge group of people who are very unhappy and they say, why did I not know that? Why did I know that not know that they were that unhappy? That they right. took that step. Hmm. Yeah, this is a growing problem today. I would say that suicide and these depression thoughts, and I would say suicide, um, a lot of this is caused by the social anxiety and the social media and the comparison and all of these things that we have nowadays. I always say that comparison is the killer of joy. So if you're going to sit there and compare yourself, you're not going to be happy. Because you can never be anybody else. You can only be who you are and who God created you to be. And so I can understand the things that you're saying there. And so for me, everything that you're saying here, it's interesting to have these conversations because I see all of this from a different perspective than you may. I see this through the the Christian perspective. And so everything that you're saying here today, these are things that I've had conversations with people, but it's very interesting the things that you're, you're discussing here today and telling to our audience as well. And so anything else that you would want our guest or our audience here today to take away from your time here? Well, the the fact is, I was brought up in the Christian church, you know, so I I actually refer to myself as uh, an ecumenical person. So Mm -hmm. I was brought up 
uh, in the Church of England uh, by my father and my grandmother. And my, mm -hmm. my mother was part of the Greek Orthodox Church. Wow. Eventually, I married and uh, converted eventually to Roman to the Roman Catholic Church. For me, I, I'm completely open to every aspect of what everyone feels because mm -hmm. eventually find the place where, where we are most at home. Right. And I would never, ever dismiss anything that you say. And, of course, mm -hmm. the book is based within the cathedral here in Chester, which right. uh, and that's it was another thing that you mentioned as well the history the history there and the the architecture and those things as well go into that a little yeah. bit more if you can yeah well basically i'm a vibrational uh, i'm an energy healer and i use sound sound is is the healer it is the modality and so the cathedral has these wonderful beautiful building which was built by my ancestors we all relied on the cathedrals you know mm -hmm. 100 years Build, it, it took to build a cathedral, you know, and so we were all uh, attached to the cathedral. Our lives were in uh, given by the cathedrals and the churches that were built, and they built these huge, huge columns which vibrate with the energy that we bring. Mm -hmm. We use the uh, modality of sound because it is the healing. It brings people. It's it brings people. They rest on the ground. And it starts to make that endocrine system settle down right. and back to the place when you first arrived as this peaceful being. It puts you back into that place, allowing you now to settle and think that it is okay for me to be here. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've even got a glimpse of myself, you know, in the past. There are many, we, we actually did a, a wonderful ceremony yesterday supporting mind. I don't know whether that was enough. Mind is for mental health. Mm. And the reason we were invited was because, of course, so many people, as we've discussed, are feeling uncomfortable and don't feel they're a fit in this life. And they are searching and searching. But sound healing is using ancient frequencies. They're called the solfragio frequencies. Uh, the particular one that we use is 432. And people like in the 60s started to recognize this particular frequency. So people like John Lennon recorded Imagine in that. And I do really define anyone not to know Imagine and be able to come in, you know. Right. So those, those, those musicians, they've actually been bringing this modality to us. This is a very subtle way, of course. Mm -hmm. And now, I would say we're uh, really reaching a climax where certainly there are more star seeds on the earth. In addition to that, there are more people who are realizing that they can receive and have their their whole mental system settle down mm -hmm. and really feel that it is okay. It is okay. And I can be comfortable with who I am mm -hmm. and I can start to be what I chose to be on this earth. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you mentioned it earlier. I think you're exactly right on the on the head of the nail there that we need to self-evaluate. We need to <laughs> identify who we are, identify, you know, what we're called to do. And I think having a purpose is so valuable for each of us because if we don't have that purpose, we're gonna be finding ourselves in a place of depression or a place of anxiety or a place of suicidal thoughts, right? So I think that you're you're exactly right on that. We need to find who we are and we need to do some searching. And sometimes that's turning off the devices. That's sometimes getting quiet, as you said earlier. Getting rid of the distractions. There's so many distractions in our world today. And so, Angela, thank you so much for your time here today. Can you tell our audience one more time the full name of your book 
and your website and where we can find the book to purchase as well. Yeah, well, the book's called Rebook, uh, sorry, <laughs> Reboot Your Soul. And it's a starseed awakening, a retrieval of your life in this lifetime. And a retrieval where can we find? Yeah, go ahead. Your soul in this lifetime, I beg your pardon, sorry. Mm-hmm. So it's Reboot Your Soul, a starseed journey, a retrieval of your soul in this lifetime. And you can find it on Amazon in all formats. And you can also find it on my website, AngelaHasselbooks.com. And I would love you to engage with me. I have people who do follow me around the world. I realize that your audience, I assume that your audience is around the world, Mm -hmm. but I have people who follow me in Australia, around the world. And we are really reconnecting with each other through the vibrations that we're sending out. So yeah. I'd be very yeah. honored for everyone to receive my book because it is my purpose for people to be awakened. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is the My Life Now podcast. We hope to have you back on your next book, Angela. Thank you so much. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend. Together, we can keep the message of these books alive. Until we turn the next page together, stay classy.